Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. We're continuing on in our teaching series on Bible prophecy, which ties in in such a special way with our later teaching segment in the New Testament book of Colossians. So let's pray together and ask for the Lord's blessing on our time today. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your kindness, goodness, richness, and love. Please bless all of our viewers today. Strengthen our faith by hearing your word and prepare us to see our great King and Savior, Messiah Jesus. Amen. Well, Elohim, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, demonstrates His love, grace, mercy, and power through covenant and Bible prophecy. His promises to His people and Him keeping those promises through Bible prophecy. I used the analogy before of a train on a track. The Lord is the train, and covenant and prophecy is the track, and the train never leaves the track. Well, covenant and prophecy is empowered by the Holy Spirit to give glory to our Lord Jesus and our Father in heaven and to bless His people. And last week, we saw the Abraham covenant. Now, initially, his name was Abram, and the Lord changed his name later to Abraham. And so the Lord promised Abraham a great nation, and that he would bless him, and they would make his name great, and that he would be a blessing, and to bless those who bless Abraham, and to curse those who curse him, and that in Abraham all the families of the earth would be blessed. Seven perfect promises. And we saw that Abraham believed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and that the Gentiles believing in Messiah Jesus was a Bible prophecy fulfillment of the seventh promise of the Abraham covenant and that that covenant passed from Abraham to Isaac and then Isaac to Jacob and then the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel. That brings us to the introduction today of the Moses covenant and it's considered by many an if-you-will-I-will or a conditional covenant. You see, in ancient times when they made covenant, they were required to make promises upon the blood of cut and sacrificed animals. They would even walk through the blood, pointing at each other, making promises and pointing at the animals. Well, with regard to the Abraham covenant, the Lord put 
Abraham to sleep during this covenant-making process. So what? Well, no man is able to perfectly keep covenant. And the penalty was very severe, even the death penalty for breaking covenant. And so, only the Lord can perfectly keep covenant. And he obligated himself to keep the terms of the Abraham covenant. Yet, in the book of Exodus, we see something different with the Moses covenant. Uh, the children of Israel agree to the conditions of the Moses covenant. Let's look at Exodus chapter 19. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, You've seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine." and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before them all these words which the Lord commanded him. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And the Lord gave the children of Israel 613 laws, including the Ten Commandments. And Israel's great blessings were conditional on keeping the terms of the Moses Covenant. Yet there were also sure and certain curses and a need for a new covenant that would follow Israel's breaking the Moses Covenant. And there are many passages in the Bible where the Lord warned the descendants of Israel that they would be removed from the covenant land and have many curses that would follow them if they forsook the Lord. Now here's a snapshot of just some of these verses, and you find them in Deuteronomy 28. The blessings and curses. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be, and blessed shall you be. But then we get down to 15 of Deuteronomy 28, and the curses start. And I'm just going to read a few of them. They go all the way down to verse 67. Here's a few. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments and His statutes which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. And then further down to verse 64, we'll pick up. Then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other, and there you shall serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. And among those nations you shall find no rest, nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes and anguish of soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. You shall fear day and night and have no assurance of life. In the morning you shall say, Oh, that it were evening. And at evening you shall say, Oh, that it were morning because of the fear which terrifies your heart 
and because of the sight which your eyes see. And we know from history, this is exactly what the Lord did. But even in this, the Lord has a plan, and he's not forgotten his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and through them to keep those promises down through the generations. And in other Moses scriptures, we also see the promise to regather the Jewish people from the places where the Lord sent them. And, and we see in the Abraham and the Moses covenant, circumcision in the flesh. But later, through this remnant, the Lord would preserve of Israel an inward circumcision, that they would truly love the Lord their God. And, and so let's take a look at this promised remnant that has a circumcised heart. In Romans 11, 25 through 27, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion and, and will turn ungodliness from Jacob. Look at this, folks. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Folks, the effects of what I'm sharing with you right now are on the news every day, at least every week, in our world today. These are today's headlines. Look at Deuteronomy 30, verses 4 through 6. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Oh, dear viewers, these verses and others like them and the things I'm sharing today and the things I will be sharing in this series are shaking and reshaping the world to bring to pass the prophetic scenarios that lead up to the rapture, us returning with our Messiah Jesus as he comes to take up the throne of David and beginning the thousand-year reign of Christ that we see clearly in the book of Revelation, especially in chapter 20. Folks, the fulfillment of these things are taking place in your, our generation. Please, more than ever, Prepare your heart. Prepare your life. Prepare everyone you can around you. That's what I'm doing with this program. Prepare for the rapture to see our Savior who promised to come for us in the clouds and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Hi, my name is Odette Shoshani, a pastor in the heart of Jerusalem. It is a blessing for me personally to work with blessing Israeli believers. It's even a greater blessing to know and to benefit from the prayers and financial blessings of believers around the world through blessing Israeli believers to our congregation. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, pray, and give to us. I'm so excited because our Watch Therefore program and message is spreading and expanding. I'm not surprised, but I'm very thankful that our Lord Jesus is making the way for our program to go into over 200 countries, 
Oh, hallelujah, the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. And I want to say to our prayer and financial partners, thank you. Thank you for partnering with Watch Therefore. Now, we have our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations, that stand under the umbrella of our Watch Therefore ministry. And with Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more here in the promised land. And then we have our ministry poured out for the nations. I've been in many African countries and many other places in the earth with the gospel, making disciples, pastors, conferences, helping orphans, and so much more. The Watch Therefore message is so urgent for this hour because it shakes the lukewarm out of their terrible condition and presents the real and legitimate urgency to the lost. You don't have much time. Pray and receive Jesus as Lord today. You don't want to miss the rapture. You don't want to go through the tribulation. You don't want to go to hell. And God doesn't want you to. Watch therefore, be ready, receive Jesus as Lord today and get ready for him to come for us in the clouds. Now, I want to say some things to our partners and about partnership with our ministry. First, let me say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not send any money into this program or into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest today and even pray and receive Jesus as Lord. And for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, you're born again, Jesus is your Savior, and you want to lay your treasures up in heaven. We would ask you to prayerfully consider, watch therefore, our program and our ministry. And so I can't do this alone. And my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up from our viewers as he has been. And again, thank you, as he has been, viewers who want to prayerfully and financially partner with this ministry and kingdom work. We would suggest that you sign up for our monthly newsletter. There's information there on your screen. And what that will do is help you with prayer points uh, if you want to join in prayer partnership and also, it will show you what you're financially sowing into as well. The Watch Therm 4 message is so important. And as we like to close every segment of our program, we say, Watch Therefore and be ready. So many are tragically missing the signs that Messiah Jesus warned about that are leaping off the pages of the Bible regarding this generation. There's never been one like it, nor will there ever be again. And while so many, even those who profess the name of Jesus, are overwhelmed and heartbroken and crushed in this generation, it doesn't have to happen to you. Because not only can we make it through this generation, but we can have great kingdom success. The Lord gives us a way forward. And in my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, I lay all these things out, how to know that we know what this generation is and how to have kingdom success through it. Now we want everyone to be able to get my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. So for a donation of any amount to our ministry, you can get the book. Make sure you write Watch Therefore and Be Ready in the notes section of your check and online giving. Remember, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. You may have noticed that we go through a lot of the Bible on this program. And I want you to know something. It's important that the Word of God strengthen you in your inner man and, and, and work in your mind 
to conform you into the image of Messiah Jesus, we're going to need to be strengthened in the word and have deeper faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We're going to need stronger faith for the times in which we live. Hallelujah. We're continuing on in our teaching series in the book of Colossians. And I'm going to do some review reading as we consider this Jewish apostle under Roman incarceration writing this letter to the predominantly Gentile congregation in Messiah Jesus in Coloss. Some review reading from last time, and then we'll pick up in verse 9 for today's teaching. Beginning in Colossians 2, 4 for review. Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words, for though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order in the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. As we do this review reading, you may uh, see clearly and be reminded that the theme of Colossians is Messiah Jesus is all in all. Hallelujah. It is all about Him and is all for Him and through Him. He is the one that should get all the glory. We should live our lives for Him and for good reason that we see in the book of Colossians. Now, continuing on for today in verse 9. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in Him who is the head of all principality and power. You see, no man has seen God the Father or God the Holy Spirit, except the God-man in the glory, Jesus Christ. And Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, told his disciples, not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. And also, in John 14, 9, he who has seen me has seen the Father, Messiah Jesus said. He is the perfect representation in the physical of the spiritual God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. If you see, if you've seen Messiah Jesus, you have seen the perfect representation of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And, and Messiah Jesus, he told us in his resurrected, glorified form, through his disciples and by his word, he said, All authority has been given to him in heaven and on earth. And, and that authority is backed up by God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Messiah Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. And you are complete in him. If you have King Messiah Jesus, you have all you need. Oh, hallelujah. Why do we keep forgetting? I certainly need to be reminded. I have Messiah Jesus. I have all I need. He'll take care of me. Hallelujah. And he continues in Colossians 2, beginning verse 11. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Remember earlier, uh, earlier in our program, the covenant and prophecy teaching? And I mentioned the physical circumcision, but then the Israel 
when the Lord returns, a remnant would receive the inward circumcision, but down through the ages, uh, a small number of Jewish people and the gospel that has gone to the nations, many in the nations have received this inward circumcision. You see, instead of discarded flesh, when someone receives Jesus as Lord and Savior, their hearts are circumcised and their sins are discarded. Hallelujah. And, and we've been buried by baptism into the death and then burial and resurrection of Messiah Jesus. That's why water baptism is such a beautiful picture of what has already spiritually happened. We're baptized spiritually into the body of Messiah. Water baptism goes like this. Buried by baptism into the death and burial of resurrection, of uh, death and burial of Messiah Jesus, raised to walk in this resurrected life. Oh, hallelujah. When we receive Jesus as Lord, the old us dies, and the eternal life resurrected uh, us lives. I'll say that again. The old us dies, and the eternal life resurrected us lives. Can someone say hallelujah? Yet, we have to walk it out by faith. Yes, that's right. Remember, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is something we should never forget in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yeah, yeah, that's who we are. We are those who have been given eternal life if you've received Messiah Jesus. And if you haven't yet received him, you can do so today. Colossians 2, 13 and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Verse 14, having wiped out the handwriting requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Verse 15, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Remember, Paul is writing to a predominantly Gentile congregation about how to know and follow the Holy One of Israel, Mashiach, Yeshua, Messiah, Jesus. And, and he uses these old covenant pictures to establish new covenant truths. Amen? And so we are all, Jew and Gentile, born into this world spiritually dead because of our sin. Yeah? We, we're born into this world with a, a body and a soul, which makes up our mind, emotion, and will, but with a dead spirit. And, and circumcision was an Abraham and Moses covenant physical sign, a, a physical sign of being in covenant with God, the God of Israel. Yet, as just mentioned, this all points to the new covenant, inward circumcision, that brings eternal life. Oh, hallelujah. Our resurrected Lord Jesus made us alive together with him. Our, our sins are forgiven because we have a living spirit. And when he brings our spirit to life that was dead, the way we were born in this world, when he brings our spirit to life, then we have relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit communicates the things of Messiah Jesus and our Father in heaven, to our spirit, then to our mind, then to our life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you see, we had legitimate indictments against us. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord right now, 
you have legitimate indictments against you. You see, we've all broken God's laws. Not only has Israel broken the Ten Commandments, but all of us have. You and I have as well. We've, we've lied. We've stolen. We've cursed God's name. We've worshipped idols of some form or fashion, disobeyed parents, and much more. And these transgressions, they stand against us in preparation for judgment. That's what Hebrews 9 says. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. And that's why this all makes so much sense. I'll read it again. And you being dead in your trespasses, the uncircumcision of your flesh, he's made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He made his public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Listen, when someone made a final payment on a debt, let's just say a house, the lender would come with a document, and he would nail that document to the door of the house, and across that document it said, Tetelestai, paid in full. Our Lord Jesus was beaten on his back and given deep stripes and severe wounds before the crucifixion. It said like this, our indictments lying, cursing, stealing, and much more were, were written on his back and then nailed to the cross. And what did he say, what did he say when he died, our Savior Jesus? He said, Tetelestai. It is finished, meaning in that day, in that uh, uh, colloquialism of speaking, paid in full. This completely disarmed Satan's right to hold us in the bondage of sin and the condemnation, even of eternal judgment in hell. The only one who can send you to hell is you. The prison door is wide open. Will you come out even now? King Jesus has won the battle. He's defeated Satan. And, and what do you need to do to walk out of the prison, to walk out of the, the judgment waiting for you? Eternity in a lake of fire? Repent. Turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior who, who paid your debt, your sin debt that you can't pay. He paid it. Oh, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner. I want to turn away from my sins and receive you and what you've done for me. And I, want, I, I need you to be my Lord and Savior. I'll follow you, Lord. Help me live a life that honors God. Amen. If, you, if you're praying something like that right now, and I encourage you to do so, he's saving you. He's forgiving you. He's giving you a new life. Now you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Jesus. There's information on the screen there. If you'll contact us, we'll send you a brochure to help you follow Jesus. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and re-